Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game. This week it was my turn. I chose. Am I going to spell this out? G E T underscore A capital C capital C E five five. Or as humans <laughs> humans might want to say, get access. Yes, it does make Googling for this quite tricky. If you're searching mm. for get access ios game you get a whole a whole bunch of like how to hack your how to hack oh. game sites and uh jailbreak your ios apps and stuff that's probably right. not what you want yeah i think that's that's an important thing to keep track of isn't it it's like be mindful of your seo as you name your game no matter how clever it might be yes exactly get access mm. is a 2020 3D puzzle game from Andrew Kinetskov. Nope. Kinetsov. Kiznetsov. 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 Uh, a indie developer based out of Russia. Hmm. Uh, he's done a couple of other games. Um, similar kind of nice 3D isometric art style. Um, City 2048. 2048, as humans say. Um... Oh, the game is actually called 2048? City 2048. Which mm. seems to be a, a riff on the 2048 game, but with cities. You build a city by sliding tiles. Gotcha. Which sounds like maybe more of a fun game than what we played. <coughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> uh, so he's, he's very into like the cyberpunk theme, it seems. Cyber retro, maybe? I don't know right. if that's a genre but it's uh it's a something i think cyberpunk can have elements of retro into it right like most of the the really good cyberpunks is not about like the the latest tech it's more about like kind of grungy repurposed tech that's been around right right yeah that's true uh, sam allow me to read from the apple app store the description of get access mm. get access is isometric Good word. Puzzle quest with the mechanics of rotation of rooms, room escape. <laughs> now in the near future, cyberpunk, and you are a local geek. Not a scientist or a genius, but a very talented inventor. For the past few years, you have been living in a rented workshop next door to a bar. The bartender is your good friend and soulmate. Oh. However, it was his idea with an auction with a very dubious lot time machine. Yes. In general, now she is in the garage, and not a little effort has been already spent on her. But, more importantly, this is the new T9 string engine. It remains to collect it, well, a couple little things. Well, to the cause. I think we're trying to get into <laughs> Google Translate area here. I'm so lost. <laughs> but that is, Initially, I was like, oh, maybe I should have read this description before I started playing it. Actually, a little bit later on is a little bit helpful. Uh, you have to open what is closed, correct what is broken, find a way out of the rooms, and solve various kinds of tasks and puzzles. Mm. Which I think is... Accurate. Yeah. yeah. Features, addictive gameplay, nice minimalistic graphics, room rotation mechanics, many riddles and puzzles, hints and help. Mm. I'm going to dispute that, that first bullet point, but mm. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll be discussing that. <laughs> Right, 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 right. So, yeah, this game is very much like an escape the room game. Mm, That's a good way of describing it, yep. Right, so if you think about, there's a really popular one called 
The Room. The movie? And the Room series. No, there's a, there's a video game series called The Room. Let me double check. Yes. Uh, I feel like even I may have heard about game. it. Yeah. There's sort of like three or like, four of them. Exactly. Mm. So it starts off with you looking at like a door and then like you, you know, you got to find a key to like open that door. And there are all these like various contraptions around the room, all done in like this beautiful 3D. Um, it's another one of those games that makes your phone very hot. But yeah, and like, <laughs> hot games. you know, these are games that obviously influenced games like Returner Zero and Returner 77. What was that? You remember those series? That oh, I played? do. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And so it's like, there is kind of this mystery going around. You kind of uncover stuff, your situation that you're in that sort of lends itself to what you have to do, you know. Um, and so like the Room series is really, really great because it adds a lot of really good <laughs> visual flavor to the puzzles that you have to solve. And like all these puzzles kind of look like old, hmm. you know, sort of- Da Vinci <laughs> items, right? Um, but yeah, so I kind of got that sense with this game as I started playing it. It was kind of like this nice, cute little, the style is definitely unique where it's kind of a low poly 3d, um, but very stylized, right? It's, it's, if you think of like, uh, like simple illustrations, it kind of looks like that, but done in 3d form Mm -hmm. where there's just enough detail so you can like make out things. Uh, but you know, not to the point where it's realistic or anything. Yeah. So you start, uh, you are in your garage and no yeah. tutorial, I will say. No tutorial. Which actually I think maybe worked to its detriment in this case because you're sort of thrown in um, and you're kind of left to sort of struggle around. Um, I think maybe in lieu of a tutorial i would have at least liked some context for mm. why i was trying to do well anything because i think right. you get thrown into oh you're in your garage like i guess i'm just gonna click around on some stuff mm, edwin so, are you are you actually suggesting that this needed a bit of oh boy story <laughs> <laughs> uh, i am gonna say yes i think i am or at least i mean as we read in the app store description there is some there is story there but yeah. putting it a little bit front and center so that you at least kind of get the gist of what you're even trying to do. Exactly. Like, I had no idea that I had to get out of the room. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Yes. Yeah. I thought maybe the point of this was me trying to turn on the computer or something mm, like that. Because right, so the kinda, computer's right there. It has its yeah. name, Get Access. There's some floppy disks Get around. Access. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I, I took as many sips of coffee. Well, I was to get the co- <laughs> we got to get the machine going, but it turns exactly out. like <laughs> I was not faced with a problem that I had to solve immediately, right? Mm, yes. There was like a couple of things that were really interesting. Like you can see, you know, potential things that you had to solve. Like if you looked at the cork board, there's like this nice little illustration, and you know, my brain was immediately like, oh, these could be hints for the future or something like that, right? So I like took a screenshot of that, and then I flipped the the board around, and behind the board, there's like a series of blanks and a number and I was like okay so this could be a clue for something so I took a screenshot of that but then yeah it really didn't start me off in like with any goal mm, so right. I was I was a little confused yeah it was helpful when I started to sort of expand my view 
from just looking at the room itself because suddenly there's mm. a bunch of icons. Um, top left, there is the light bulb, which is the international sign for hints and help. <laughs> uh, and that is actually quite useful because there you go, oh, escape the garage is your first, right. finally, that's your first clue as to what to do. Um, but I would have kind of expected for a first-time user like that is presented to you straight away. You don't need to go hunting for what you're trying to do. I mean, maybe it's in the theme of exploration and, you know, it's kind of up to you to figure it out, but yeah, I felt friction. Yeah, for sure. I felt, um, I felt lost a little bit, especially as I got to like the other rooms, like immediately after you get out of your garage, like you're in this, you're in the outside area, which is great. Like it looks amazing. Yeah, it's great. Like the sound effects are great. And it really lends itself to you trying to figure out what to do, but there is almost not enough direction for me to be convinced of like, oh, you know, there wasn't enough motivation. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yes, agreed. Yeah, like the rain is great. There's a, like a smoking, sort of steaming grate. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of stuff. It just looks fantastic. Yeah, um, I love the look of it. I think it's so, so cool. And I kind of want to just explore this world even more yeah but in a less annoying way in a less annoying (laughs) way exactly (laughs) so in addition to your isometric view and exploring the rooms you can also rotate the rooms which i don't know like i like the idea of it because of course like that explores that exposes literally new dimensions and new perspectives Mm -hmm. but it just add for me at least it added like a kind of a clumsiness to moving around i don't know if you experience the same thing yeah like there are some times where it, um where it allows you to zoom into a particular object when it, when it gets to like this like puzzle solving mode right yep. and sometimes you kind of just want to like pan or like zoom in closer to those points and there's absolutely no way for you to do that mm-hmm. that left me a little bit curious as to like oh maybe maybe this is a little bit more difficult than I thought it would be. Um, but yeah, it, it felt very limiting at the same time. Uh, and almost like not enough for me to click around for me to feel like I had control. Like Hmm. there was a point where I don't know if you got to the valves. Oh, I've picked up a valve and I found a green valve that's like behind the dumpster outside. Did you see the place where you had to put those valves? Where the, uh, put the not, valve handles? Not yet, no. Okay. So there's a place where you have to put the valve handles. And you have to turn the valve handles. But when you click on it, it's either you zoom in to tap on it. But then if you press anything else, there is a chance that you hit one of the valves in the background. Hmm. Which then turns that valve just immediately without you focusing on it. And so there was just like this weird mix of like unable to move things around on the current view that you're in, but everything else is still like functioning, Mm-mm. which made it feel, yeah, it was, it felt a little bit like not there for some reason. Yeah. I may be reminded of like Returner, Returner to Hero or 77, where there's the <laughs> kind of the moving around mode and then there's like, oh, this is, and then you're in like, oh, puzzle mode for right. solving certain things. But at least with that, like it was very clear when you're in that puzzle mode right, and exactly. it sort of like locked you in and yep. you had all the tools that you needed to solve that puzzle. Whereas with this, like it, it was kind of neither here nor there. 
Yeah. Yeah, in addition, so moving around, there's also like an inventory system where you pick up things mm-hmm. and kind of much like a little point and click, you're um, doing your try everything with everything. Right. When you're stuck. It's also not clear which items are interactable and which aren't. Like a tap will, either, will sometimes zoom in if you can do something with an item or pick it up or right. just do nothing. <laughs> um, which and there's was, like this weird like gating. Um, like I knew those valves were, you're able to pick them up, right? Like the valve handles. Mm-hmm. I knew at some point you're able to pick them up. But if I tried to pick him up from the get go, it wouldn't allow me to pick me up, pick them up until I saw some glimpse of where they were supposed to go. Do you know what I mean? Like I wasn't able to pick oh, up. Oh, I see. Like I opened this one locker and the locker had a valve handle. And I was like, I'm obviously supposed to pick this up. And it wouldn't allow me to pick it up at that point until I saw the room with the valves. Right, until you know that it's a thing. You can't do anything with it. And after I saw that, I went back to the locker and then it allowed me to pick it up. And I was like, well, that's kind of (laughs) dumb. Because it's just making me backtrack for no reason. Just, I I didn't know what I was, what, what my entire goal was. Like I knew... I had to go somewhere and do something, but because I didn't know what that somewhere and something was, um, it didn't leave me too inspired to continue onwards. Yeah, something that is could be handy, which I kind of wish I'd seen sooner, is um, if you go to the settings, there's the achievements view, which is kind of linked to your um, mm. game center. So you can actually see, oh, here's some things, how you achieve points and, uh, you know, and actually, this is actually quite a good little list of things you can do, which I kind of wish I'd seen sooner um, for like, oh, hey, remove all the boxes in stock, perform all the orders of the bartender. Oh, interesting. Uh, you're like, ah, yeah, I just wish like between this and the hints, they'd managed to just provide a bit more purpose like earlier um, just to make me realize like why I should continue. That's the thing, like because it was so pretty and it looked so nice, like I wanted to see everything in this world. But at the same time, because I had absolutely no motivation to continue, I ultimately decided, eh, okay, I'm going to stop playing. But having said that, Edwin, how far did you get in the game? Uh, Let's see. Well, how should we rate this? So I think we can do it by rooms. You've obviously went outside the garage. Yes, I've escaped the garage. Uh, Did you go to the bar? Yes, I have gone to the hard code bar. <laughs> yeah, the hard code bar. Good. Have you gone to the bartender's room? Ooh, saucy. I have not been to the bartender's room. Uh, okay, so that's probably where um, you then stopped, I feel. Because you need to go to the bartender's room to do something for the bartender. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, I did not get that far. Which that- then allows you... To then solve a problem back in that outside area. Mm. Oh, I see. Something to do with green valves or uh, yeah. restoring power. The, the wiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, you need to restore power. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then restoring that power allows you to go down into the basement into a valve room, which then there's another room that's being blocked off by steam, which then you have to then control the valve room. To remove all the steam in order for you to go into that room. So that's where I was stuck. I was stuck in the the basement where the valve room is. 
Yep, I did not get that far. Um, it, I think really it just did not work with my brain. Mm. Maybe I'm just not in the right headspace for a puzzle game <laughs> in this yeah. current current world we find ourselves. I don't know. Um, for me, it's because like the puzzles didn't really make too much sense. Like they didn't like. Why would this person have the solution for the door on her corkboard? Mm. So in order for you to open that door with the electrical wiring, you had to follow the pattern that was on the cork board. And that makes no sense. Like there's actually no writing on like why that cork board is there. And I think like the computer room that you go into from the basement, the code is on your cork board as well. Mm. Oh, I see what you mean. Like it's all a little bit contrived. Right. And so I don't know. It just feels like all these puzzles were sort of forced together in the, like this nonsensical way that didn't really make the story. Mm. Um, and that prevented me from, from getting the inspiration or getting the enjoyment to actually figure out like, oh, okay, here's the story that's actually happening and here's the little puzzle elements that's coming together. Right. Yeah. Sam, should we get to the three by threes? Let's get to the three by threes. Three things good and three things bad. First thing. Well, it looks lovely. I'm in love with the look of I'm in love with the look of you. Um, that's a topical <laughs> reference there. That's <laughs> a few teens out there. Um, yeah, it looks fantastic. Is that a TikTok song? Love that. Sure. Yes. <laughs> love the look of it. Um, enjoyed being in the world. Yeah. Uh, if not necessarily moving and solving puzzles, but it was great. The sounds were lovely. Um, everything about it. Just looks pretty polished, you know? Yeah, if you like, I'd say like if you, if you like really nice looking graphics yeah. and a good atmosphere, this is definitely one to check out. Um, if you like uh, escape the room type games with uh, a bit of retro memorabilia, uh, this also does that pretty well. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you like those kind of things, definitely check this out. If you like games with very little hand-holding, where you get to kind of explore yourself, you know, you're kind of thrown in the deep end, um, this could be a game for you. I thought it was, yeah, a little too much in that direction for me, um, where I didn't really know what I was doing or why I should do stuff. Um, but if that is the kind of thing you enjoy, um, definitely check it out. Yeah, I think there are some interesting puzzles in here. Um, but I wouldn't say none of them really stand out in terms of escape the room type puzzles. I think if you really like the look and feel of this game, like definitely check that out for this aspect. Uh, but um, I would not say that the puzzles are that interesting, mainly because they're so far-fetched from mm. how you solve them. Uh, there isn't really a narrative, and I guess that's kind of uh, my bad point, is that um, because the puzzles and their solutions don't really make too much sense, uh, mm. you can take it for what it is. Like, if you like just, you know, if you're just in it for solving puzzles, like, maybe this is a game for you. But if you like if you like it when, when the stories and, actually, and the puzzles actually coincide together, then then this might not be the game for you. Yeah, it seems a little, as you said, as we kind of said before, like a little contrived that, oh, this, you have to go here to solve, the, this person just has the answer on the whiteboard. Um, 
which is like okay that's the puzzle but doesn't really make much narrative sense mm-hmm. so yeah as you say it kind of takes you out of it a little bit yeah i just generally feeling confused mm. i think confused but not intrigued <laughs> i think that's the that's the killer combo <laughs> for me like if i if I'm, if I'm intrigued then i'm perfectly happy to be confused exactly but here i didn't really get that i just felt like oh confused don't know what to do it's pretty to look at but i didn't really have much motivation to kind of dig in further without a little bit of hand holding or guidance or a motivation darling (laughs) yeah true um yeah like my last bad point is i think the problem that you kind of had with um what was that Apple Arcade game where it was banking on our emotions where she was to fix it? We said this last week. We did. Uh, called Millennium, Millennial Fix-Its. <laughs> oh, we're horrible. Break. Don't break my heart. No, breaking. <laughs> don't you go breaking my heart. Fixer, fixer-upper. No, that's mm. a HGTV show. <laughs> um, oh, assemble with care. There you go. Pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. <laughs> So I didn't have a problem with this, with Assemble with Care, but with this, like, it was too, you know, banking on our millennial emotions. Like, the first computer that you see looks like uh, a Macintosh classic, Mm -hmm. right? Right. And then, uh, you know, it goes on to get, like, there's, like, floppy disks. There are things that look like the Back to the Future 2, Mr. Fusion... Uh, engine, you know, like I think eventually, according to the screenshots, you see something that looks like the time traveling DeLorean, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there are lots of things that really, you know, pull at our heartstrings to to try and enjoy this game. And yeah, I think this kind of felt a little bit annoying in that sense, where like, oh, uh, you know, you got me. <laughs> I want, I want to know more. I want to see this. Uh, but at the same time, like because there was really na- no narrative or something that really drew me in to, to, to bite, um, it kind of lost it for me. Yeah, I agreed. Sam, what was your final seven-day rating? Final seven-day rating is four days. Okay, that's pretty good for you. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> pretty like, good for you. <laughs> I don't know why I phrased it like that. I apologize. I went into the basement the the puzzle there is just I think it's just like way too difficult. I didn't feel like I needed to to look it up uh, on mm. on YouTube or anything like that. And I said, okay, I'm I'm not intrigued enough by the story to continue. So I just stopped. Uh, three days for me. I just mm. struggled to find the motivation to play. I think that's also a little bit of like where I am right now anyway in terms of uh, brain space. Just, hey, let me put on my podcasts and play PUBG Mobile. Right. <laughs> Which is not really different to most days, but somehow <laughs> this is still like something I prefer to do. But certainly not a bad game. No, I think it, it misses quite, on a few yeah. core things, though. Like, I think, you know, this is where, especially on a game like a, a an Escape the Room type game, I really feel like, the story is probably going to be the main driving force that gets you through it, especially if you want to have pretty disjoined puzzles mm-hmm. and string them together. Um, which is why, like, I, I found games like Returner 
so good because there is like this little piecemeal story that you get as you solve each problem or as you encounter each puzzle. Like there's a, a radio transmission or something that comes in that gives you a little bit more motivation to like continue forward. And I felt like that was really missing with this. Even if it was like a note, right, that you find after you solve each puzzle, mm. something written. Right, where, so kind of like, I don't like to use the phrase, but like connective tissue. Yeah. The the tendons. Casey tendons. Well, Sam, <laughs> that was Get Access, which was chosen by me, which means it falls to you to pick our next game. So I'm going to go back into the Apple Arcade world, Edwin. Oh, I'll get my pennies ready. Get your pennies ready because this, we're going back to the world of point and click adventures. <laughs> I guess we never, just, we never left. Which is all stories. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Edwin, you have seven days to play. Tangle Tower. Tangle Tower. It's tagline, a murder mystery adventure. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Already sounds annoying. <laughs> we'll see. Well, we'll see yes. This got this got really good grading. You know, like I, I feel like the ratings on Apple Arcade are a little bit more serious or it's not as forgiving because the games are no longer free. You're paying for like a subscription, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um and I and and maybe uh the the points here matter more, but I, I rarely see, or it's very difficult to find a game that's actually above like a 4.5 on mm. Apple Arcade. Mm, interesting. Um, and this game got 4.8. Oh, okay. If you trust those Apple Arcade reviewers, <laughs> then sure. All right, well, Tangle Tower. Okay, I will try playing it. <laughs> before we go edwin do you have a thing of the week every now and then a podcast comes along that just gets stuck in my brain and i immediately just have to go like all i want to do is just listen to episodes of it um you're wrong about is an example of one that's you know a few months ago suddenly i was like i just need to just mainline this into my veins i just just give me it all uh last week there was a special episode dropped of till death do us blot sam are you familiar with this podcast uh i don't know great there's a podcast called till death do us blart great and not uh okay yep. all right no i'm not familiar <laughs> with it. <that. laughs> okay uh here are the brothers mcelroy uh, and tim bat and guy montgomery uh, are two New Zealanders who do a podcast called The Worst Idea of All Time, and in that they watch the same movie every week for a year. They did oh Sex boy. in the City 2. Uh, I think they did Grown Ups 2. Uh, they need to watch it once a week yes. for an entire year. So yep. they need to watch it 52 times. Right. That um, is over 100 hours wasted. I mean, that is why the podcast is called The Worst Idea of All Time. <laughs> <laughs> so they've done a modified version of this Um which is now a yearly podcast. So Till Death Do Us Blart, a yearly podcast where every year they watch Paul Blart's Mall Cop 2. Uh, they started in 2015, I think, or 2016. <laughs> so there's now, you know, oh, it's 15, yeah. So there's, you know, we've got five episodes. Uh, they released a special uh, last week where they watched, because it, it comes out every Thanksgiving. Uh, and then they released a special episode last week where they watched Paul Blart 
Mall Cop 1, mm-hmm. uh, which is why it sort of resurfaced in my perception, my world of perception. Otherwise, I'd kind of forgotten about it because I've, you know, you subscribe to it, it pops up once a year. And then listening back to it, I was like, oh my gosh, right, get in my veins. So I went back and re listened to all of the previous episodes. Um, and it was fantastic. And I've now finished listening to them all again. And I've never seen this damn movie, and I don't want to, but it's still very enjoyable <laughs> to listen to. I don't know why. Like, it's such a strange, it's not very strange, but it's like, um, it's just a quite interesting concept of what repeated viewing does and like how that yeah. changes the experience of like suddenly things you didn't notice four four times round like on the fifth time you suddenly notice this thing and that's like how your perception of something changes over time and with repeated viewing it's very it's, it's kind of an interesting idea which i haven't really thought about before i think there is something very unique about repeated viewing because there are some movies where i initially started when i when i first watched it like i didn't care for the movie as much yeah. and then on like for some reason you tend to watch this movie either because it was on TV and you just followed along with it. Uh, but then like on the second or third time that you watch it, you appreciate it more and more. And this happened obviously more with cable TV, right? Like when you had cable mm, TV, right, you stuff just would have just be it on. on. Oh. Stuff would just be on. Yeah. HBO would have like a rotation of select movies that it would just play. The home box office, and, if you will. Right. And then like on the fifth time that you watch it, you're just like, hey, this is actually really entertaining and I like it. <laughs> Right, and you 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 catch the punchlines over and over again, uh, and there's something that you just appreciate about it. Mm. But yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, it's also interesting to do it on a piece of media that was absolutely not designed for repeat viewings. <laughs> <laughs> so, till death do us blart is Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. Yes, right. That is a second movie. The second the movie. They have never watched the first one up until <laughs> last week, where they released the special episode where they went back and watched the first one. <laughs> Oh my god. It's very entertaining. So yeah, if you're looking for some kind of nonsense podcast, definitely check it out. Uh, I'll definitely check it out. Because I think, yeah, I really like the concept of repeat viewing. Yeah, I would say, I think you probably have to start at the beginning, start the 2015 episode, I think. Because like, <laughs> stuff, does, yeah, you kind of have to do with this sequentially. And since it's yearly, there's only five episodes, so, you know. Right. And who did you say the, the people were that were so involved? So it's the brothers McElroy. And mm. then Tim Bat and Guy Montgomery from The Worst Idea of All Time. So like five people talking at the same time. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes the editing wow. is a little messy, but you know, you forgive them. <laughs> so I know how, how hard it is to edit. So. <laughs> right. Okay. This does sound like a treat though, because I do like the, the Michael boys. Um, my thing of the week is something that I mentioned last week. Uh, Mythic Quest on apple tv plus right the homework that i forgot about that you forgot about yeah so this will be homework for you this week uh because i would be very interested on your thoughts of this show okay (laughs) particularly i I never know what that means but yeah particularly there's one episode in the entire series on in the entire first season that is completely different Mm. from the rest of the season the bottle a bottle episode maybe Kind of, but not really. Okay. Because um, the bottle episode is is named the bottle episode for a reason, right? It's supposed to be like the low budget episode, right? Where it's all about the story and like the, the interesting predicament that they're in. Or I, I I always took it to mean like the one episode that's sort of standalone. Like you think mm. in like, uh, like Stranger Things, like when Eleven goes to Chicago in season two. 
I see. This kind of like the slightly annoying episodes where you're just like, oh, there's this like one character does this one thing by themselves. I guess you kind of get some character development, but it's not really anything to do with the main story point. Right. Anyway, sorry. Cameron. Then in this case, like, yeah, this is the bottle episode it, by oh, that definition. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that's probably one of my favorite episodes in all of, and oh. like maybe recent two or three years of TV. Wow. Okay. Praise indeed. It's yeah. So I just really appreciated it. Um, uh, but yeah, I think by and large it, that and that episode, that single episode made the whole uh, investment in Apple TV Plus uh, worth it for me. <laughs> you mean the year you got for free with a purchase of an Apple device? Wait, really? Do I get that? Uh, yes, I think you do. Huh. Yeah, if you bought like an Apple TV or an Apple Watch or an iPad, uh, yes, you get a year free. Wait, when did this take? Oh, this took into effect. I mean, I bought an app, I, an iPad before. Apple yeah, TV I think it's probably. So it. Yeah, maybe like when did Apple TV Plus launch? Like October, Two November, maybe ago. something like that. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, anyway, I probably missed it. Check it out. Anyway, so you may you may already have a free subscription. Interesting. Free for a year that. at least. So yes, Edwin, okay. you have seven days to play Tangled Tower or Tangled Tower, not Tangled Tower. It's Tangle Tower, not past tense. <laughs> it's present tense. Tangle Tower. Present, the tower is yeah. Tangle. Tangle Tower. Oh, I think it's probably the name of a tower. Not, yeah. not that the tower is Tangled. Unlike Faulty Towers. Oh. <laughs> that hip show that's on these <laughs> <Right>. days. <laughs> Look at us with uh, another contemporary reference for the kids. <laughs> and that's our show. If you would like to suggest a game for us to play, you may tweet us at 7 Days to Play. Find us on Spotify at 7 Days to Play and give us a follow. 7 Days to Play! 7 Days to Play!